Hey, buddy, how's it going? Not too bad. Thanks for taking the call. Yeah, is it just is it just you or is Anna on also? I'm here too. All right, cool. All right, so just just talk to me. I don't want to I don't want to be the one monopolizing the, the the conversation. So tell tell me what you tell me what you want to know from me, or tell just tell me what's on your heart. Well, you know, going into law library as much as I have, I I see a lot of cases. I've heard a lot of cases around here. Guys. I see a lot of cases where, you know, the DA or the judge have had a lot of misconduct, but the judge has ruled, say, well, it's not egregious enough, or it's not that, you know, that wow factor enough to really, you know, play in the defendant's uh, favorites. I'm, just, I'm, I'm looking at the things that I know. I mean, I've never, never dealt with a lot of people. It's all this, I mean, I'm swinging it in a ball up there as I am. And, you know, God directing me through little things like you know, through the poison street, the Brady Law, and different uh different different cases that, you know, just they pop out of nowhere, but I know if God put in front of me and I see all these things that relate to my case. I just don't know like how to frame this where like like when I do this very much see like I've, I've had this paperwork with me for probably a couple months and I know I only have like a year left to appeal some of those class B and C felonies that like a three year limit and our two-year limit and i just really i really want to figure this out where i can do it in the right time frame but also like not rushing anything and i just i okay i just want to get out of here i want to get i know that god has a plan for me and it's not it's to be in prison right now but it's not stay here because he brought me here for a reason but he also wants me to do on the outside i know i just can't sit here and just wait the wait for I know there's waiting doing nothing and there's waiting that uh, seeking an action or that's what I'm doing but I also want to know like what action to take because I have no no intellect when it comes to the law but I know he can teach me and that's what I'm just waiting for like things that fall in the place I just don't know how to do it I got you um, and you don't have the benefit of of an attorney that uh, is in your hip pocket so to speak um, um, okay, I've I've got I've got a couple attorneys here I can talk to uh, that can maybe help uh, you know get 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 some good results get some good advice for you in terms of forms and what to say things like that. Uh, that's not going to be an overnight process for me to you know get the results. You know, we want. It's going to take some time, but um, you know, I'm, I'm not saying overnight, but I am saying maybe several days or a week or so. Um, okay. So let me see what I can do along those lines, because um, I know I know I know you're in a tough spot, and it's uh, how do you how do you know how to do something when you don't know what it is you need to do? So exactly. it, it's it's tough. So. I get, I get it's not it. It's like a trial by error thing, but I know in the law, in the law, it's like, all right, you're gonna run into, you're gonna run into certain things where the motion's gonna get denied, or like whatever I write down, the judge might say, well, that's not, that, 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 what, what, what you're claiming isn't enough to go back to, you're not wanted to trial, you're not wanted to have the appeal granted, you know, denied. And I was like, well, you know, what do I do then? You know? Yeah. And I just. I don't want to get so disheartened. 
Well, okay, let me let me address a couple things in what you just said. First of all, you you live in a you live in a closed society now. Every door is shut in your face. You cannot go from one you, you go to one wall, you can't go further. You gotta turn to your left, you can't go any further. So you know what I'm saying? You're in this perpetual this room with no with no door. So you cannot get through. You, you got that? You understand that? What I'm trying to say? So you world, you your world is controlled. You you hear the word no probably more than you hear the word yes. In that in that system, so one thing you need to be very accustomed to is being denied, being turned down, being told no. You with me? Yeah. Okay. Now, some people lose will lose hope very very quickly because every everywhere they turn every turn time they talk to someone they're hearing things they don't want to hear they're, they're being told no you can't do this you can't have that you can't go here you can't go there we're you know you're 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 um the, whatever legal action you're trying to do Whatever you're trying to do, you're always being told no. What you can't do is allow yourself to lose hope. Don't take no for an answer. And don't give up the first time you're told no. You, you understand? So the key in all this is you you got to be strong. You've got to be physically strong. You've got to be mentally strong. And you've got to understand that, you know what? You're, you're the underdog, but underdogs underdogs can win. They, they, they can they can be a dog in the fight so I want you to get this attitude that no matter no matter um, what you do don't take we're not going to take no for an answer they tell us no we're going to try again they tell us no again we're going to try again you've got it you've just got to keep persevering and don't lose hope okay because I tell you what you lose hope you'll lose your life all right um, so, so just just keep a positive attitude about all that, and 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 keep don't don't take any steps back. Just keep moving forward, even if it's a small step. Move forward and not backward. Okay. Okay. Just like in my devotional today, it was Esther. It was a door of hope, and yeah, the Lord was speaking to Esther, and uh, she was saying uh, to the Lord. Yeah. Uh, I've led you to the wilderness, but I, I will plant in, in that wilderness vineyard. If you go through the valley of Cor, which is the valley of trouble, I'll put a door of hope. So that even though you're in the wilderness, you're going to plant vineyards in that wilderness. So you're in the valley of trouble, there's going to be a door of hope in that, in that trouble. That's great. Well, I'm that I'm I'm proud of you. Good job. Keep keep that up. Keep keep your keep your nose in that book too. I will. <laughs> yeah. So Chris, what were you saying before we got cut off about um, when he asked, I can't remember what it was, but you were talking about the evidence 
and your confession that wasn't true. Um, well, it, I just know that like I've never experienced anything like this before. Like from the tragedy that happened, from the law enforcement to the interrogation, the jail, the prison, all this was new. All this was new, and I know that even though I've never had something like this happen before, I knew the shock and the trauma was there in my mind. I didn't know how to process it. Every question that they asked me, I was just agreeing with them and just going along with what they said because, well, you know, they had to tell something. And even when they came here to prison and interrogated me, they were in the street clothes acting like they didn't, you know, they were just talking to me when retrospect they were actually interrogating me again. And I know for a fact that, you know, that interrogation and I used because they were here in Wisconsin and they're all Colorado based. So all that is like no boy, but still they're gonna try to use all this stuff against me. But I know that from that interrogation to the first one, that all that was like a like a coercive type psychological intimidation of someone that, you know, had never been in that situation before and they just used that to their advantage. Well, Chris, what what you what you witnessed firsthand is um is is a is a game. It's it's like getting back to the old uh, biblical days where you've got you've got the big uh, Roman soldier in in the pen with you know the the little guy, and you're fighting for your life, and you don't know you don't know you don't know what to expect. But you just that's a terrible analogy. And I'm sorry, but I'm just saying. Um, you, you you just didn't know what was going on, and 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 it's a game. And I, that's what I tell so many people. This is a game that they're playing. You are the prey. They're the hunter. You're the prey, and they've got you exactly where they want you. And they're going to get most times. They're going to get what they want because you know what? They they keep you for hours. They deprive you of your basic basic needs. Uh, and as every sec, every second that you're with them in that chair and they're bearing down on you, your your mind is actually deteriorating. Your mind is 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 playing games against you, and that's why we have so many times where people give confessions for things that they just did not do, and it's because you know what. They want to get out of there. They want to just tell them what they need to know, what they're asking, what they're interested in, so they can get out and go home. Well, you know what? The thing, guess what doesn't happen? They don't go home. And and their life is forever changed. So it's... And then it was like, after I, after I told them what they wanted to hear, then they offered me food. Um, you know, exactly. It was just so strange, but... The thing I know, like what you're talking about playing a game, is when the TBI agent and the FBI agent, like when the TBI person, the woman, when she like questioned me for hours, then after those hours of interrogation, she puts me on a polygraph. And then I, I'm like, you know, exhausted at this point. And then after that, like, I'm sitting there alone and I hear them, I hear them outside the door, you know, FBI agent comes up, to, oh, how did he do? And she said, oh, he did pretty good, but I think we get some more out of him. And they come in, 
But this game phase, then, okay, you lost. I'm thinking to myself, wait, I thought you just said it pretty good. And I, and I didn't question about it. I just believe what you said and say, I think that I made it. But I know, and I know for the fact, you said, I did, you did pretty good. But I think we get some more out of them. I'm just like, I'll only think about this stuff way after. Oh, All right, Chris. Like, wow. Chris, that's a little game, and I can tell you, I can tell you for a fact that they did not administer the pro the polygraph in the proper way. You should have been on the top of your game, mentally, physically, spiritually, when they gave you that polygraph. You should have had a good night's rest. You should have before they gave you that polygraph. So I don't trust the polygraph. I don't trust the results, and they use that. They use that as a hand. <clears throat> as a hammer over your head to scare you because the polygraph scares everyone because of, of its yeah. reputation. We can, we can talk more about that later. Yeah. Well, thank you for taking another call. I think you got like 30 seconds left, but I, I know that, you know, God can lead me on how to, how to, how to write this thing up to get it back. And I know I just thank you for helping me and just go into that discovery. I mean, you don't have to do it, but you're doing it. And I just believe that Got information on your heart. It's really gonna break this thing open too. Good. I'm. I'm. We're with you. All right. He got cut off. All right. Okay. okay. Um. Next time that you uh, need me to come online, Anna. Uh -huh. Do this. Call. Call me. And then if I don't answer immediately, text me. Okay. So, my I have to tell you, my phone screws up sometimes, and and I don't want to miss I don't want to miss a call or a text. So, just as a backup plan. Okay. All right. Is there anything we need to talk about? Uh, nope. I'm just gonna call his parents now and let them know. Okay. Okay, sounds good. All right, just uh, just stay in touch with me. I will. And if um, he calls back and, and wants to talk again, then I'll just text you or call you. All right, sounds good. Okay, thank you. All right, thank you. Yeah. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Holy fucking wow. <laughs> what? I'm define that. <gasps> oh um, my gosh, just <laughs> sorry. Just everything that he just said about that first interview. Wow. Are you are you frozen? Who me? I think she's frozen. I'm not frozen. Or she's got some seizure going on. <laughs> I am not frozen. Am I?